This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On the education file, Minister Lecce having, I guess, dug in his heels, and uh, we've got the unions intransigent on certain points, as I get it anyway. And so, to that effect, uh, you've got a series of rotating strikes now, job actions being planned. The elementary teachers are uh, looking to, uh, I guess, go uh, on strike or, uh, in fact, strike action next week on the 21st. Uh, where does that leave us? Well, it leaves us with a lot of people being frustrated, exasperated, and so on and so forth. Uh, none more so than parents and the kids themselves. Now, earlier today, uh, we had a group called the Ontario Parent, Parent Action Network, along with Ontario Families for Public Education, held a press conference downtown imploring the government to uh, reinstate or uh, stop the uh, drastic cuts to education. And their mantra, we support our education workers. Take the cuts off the table now. Their spokesperson has joined us on the line. That is uh, Rachel Hewitt with the Ontario Parent Action Network. Rachel, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Hi, thanks so much for having me. All right. uh, Let me ask, the Ontario Parent Action Network, uh, who exactly are you and who do you represent? We're a network of parents uh, that has come together to fight for our kids' public education system. And would you say the same for Ontario Families for Public Education? Yes, both parent and families, family groups. How representative are you? Is there a broad consensus here? Uh, I mean, how do you assess? Because I've heard from other parents uh, who may not share the same set of principles that you're espousing here. How do you uh, determine that you're representative of the broader body of parents in the province? Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that I uh, am a representative of the parent body in Ontario. That I don't think anybody should be claiming to do that. Us nor Stephen Lecce. Um, but I, I do think that um, what we've spent the last close to year doing is connecting with so many parents across Ontario uh, who are so angry about the way that this government is treating uh, our education system and also our education workers. Right. As a matter of fact, you want people to, uh, I guess, sign an online parent solidarity pledge uh, and support striking education workers on their picket lines and and communicate to their MPP their support for the bargaining demands of education workers. Uh, Isn't that just parroting the union party line? By saying that we support education workers? Well, uh, if I'm reading it right here from your press release, uh, all of your talking points are effectively the positions staked out by the various unions. So what's the distinction then? I mean, do you see the potential for a give and take here, uh, or are you steadfast? I don't. I don't. I, like, I think there really aren't two sides in this conflict. Um, if you take a look at what the unions are asking for, they're asking for things that my kids and kids across Ontario need. So you see them asking for commitments to staffing and support levels from 2018 and 2019. You see them asking for a guarantee from this government that there will be a full-day kindergarten next fall that will have both a teacher uh, and uh, uh, ECE in it. You see them asking to pause the mandatory e-learning until we can understand who actually benefits in in the situation of mandatory e-learning. We see them asking to renew funds that were in place to address students who had special needs or were struggling and had different barriers. So those are those are issues that absolutely are very important to parents across the province. All right. Uh, and so uh, if you could say to the unions, for example, uh, if it comes to the quality of education, 
would the unions perhaps cede on the point of a 2% wage increase, which they say is non-negotiable? Have you mentioned anything to them as part of the equation to maybe try to reconcile or resolve the situation? Stand down on the 2% wage increase and let's see the resources put into the quality of education that you've decided. Yeah, that's a great question. I actually would say to, to the 191,000 education workers across Ontario who are preparing to engage in some kind of strike action this week and next, don't stand down. Don't move. Uh, we need you to take a stand for our kids. And as parents, I absolutely uh, support education workers uh, receiving fair compensation for their hard work. Um, and that's what a cost of living increase is. And I think that every worker in Ontario deserves that. They're already uh, some of the highest paid education workers on the continent. Uh, and if the government is trying to rein in spending, because that's just the calculus uh, in the broader sweep of things, are education workers immune from that? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't think the government is trying to rein in spending across the board. I see them cancelling revenue sources, um, and I see them uh, gutting public services uh, when we should be increasing revenue. We don't have a spending problem. We have a revenue problem in Ontario. Right. So what are you alluding to then? Higher taxation, uh, revenue sources? Uh, are you talking about uh, the cap-and-trade tax, so uh, so to speak, which was supposed to be dedicated, I guess, to green initiatives? But where's the revenue? It was. Yeah, so the cap-and-trade, one, one of uh, the places that it was supposed to go was actually uh, repairing our schools, um, which parents know from pick-up-and-drop-off are, like, falling apart. Um, and there's there's a massive, massive backlog in repairs. A backlog? How did it get to that point? I mean, you had two education premiers in Dalton, McGinty and Kathleen yeah. Wynne. That's a great question. So I have an 11-year-old. Um, when I was 11, Mike Harris slashed education funding. Um, and that was the last time that we had this kind of uh, resistance to the government from the education uh, union sector. Right, but Rachel, there was 15 years, 15 years to address More than that. that now, yes. <laughs> so I think, you know, my kids are still really feeling the effects of Mike Harris's cuts more than 20 years ago. Wow. And uh, governments after Mike Harris, the Wynn government, weren't able to and did not choose to invest the kind of money that was required. Even though they more than doubled the budget. Uh, I mean, they hired 14,000 new teachers. Enrollment dropped. uh, And they poured all kinds of money. Uh, Basically, whatever the unions demanded, they capitulated on. And you're saying that still wasn't enough. I don't think it was enough. No, I think I think that when we walk into our kindergarten classes, when we walk into our children's elementary schools and our high schools, that we recognize that what's there is not enough, and we need so much more for our kids to really thrive at school. Rachel, I'm kind of curious. Like for example, when you said pause uh, the mandatory e-learning, your actual literature or this press release says cancel the government. Uh, you want them to cancel the mandatory e-learning. There are some folks who believe that this is uh, almost mandatory in this day and age that so much of uh, transactional value takes place online that students would be better served to uh, learn through that kind of a vehicle, online learning. Uh, They do that in a lot of schools these days, the banking system that way. Uh, Why would you want to see that canceled? 
Yeah, so the research is that, you know, e-learning can work for some students. Uh, the problem is when, it be, when it's mandatory um, because a lot of students don't benefit and can't learn in that kind of setting. Um, I know I want my kids in a classroom learning from their peers and learning from a teacher. And we also know that the government's e-learning plan is not thought out, and it's not about e-learning. It's about cutting costs and firing teachers. Oh, uh, so it becomes if you can find efficiencies and not compromise the quality of education, it seems like it becomes then a matter of personnel. Uh, That's what the union uh, is obviously seeing as their end game. Uh, It sounds like that parallels their thinking. However, you've got this online pledge, Parent Solidarity Pledge. Uh, How's that going so far? I guess you've just announced it, haven't you? Yeah, so it's uh, ourschools.ca. We launched it last night, and it's a Parent Solidarity Pledge. Uh, pledging to support education workers on the picket line next week uh, if no deal is reached. And since last night, we have more than 3,400 people who have gone and committed to to supporting education workers. Okay. Uh, Well, I appreciate your telling us what it's all about and uh, coming on the program. We'll follow this with interest. Thanks so much for your time, Rachel. Thanks so much. Rachel Hewat, Ontario Parent Action Network. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.